0: Welcome back to the Vibrantly Gray podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Working. Here in the Vibrantly Gray community, we support older women in pursuing their big dreams. I believe that age should never be a barrier to achieving one's goals and living a meaningful life. In today's episode, I hope you will be inspired and empowered to live your life vibrantly. episode, I want to dig into the often complicated relationship between women and their bodies. The relationship may become more complicated as we age out of society's prevailing notions of physical beauty. Or maybe the relationship becomes clearer, more simple. We shall see. Negative body image can lead to mental health issues, physical health issues, and eating disorders. As I researched for this episode, I found information about eating disorders in women over 50, and I have to admit, I have never thought about the issue of eating disorders in older women. I'd only heard about eating disorders in young women. However, a Yale study of eating disorders in older women found that 5% of women over 50 have an eating disorder. The Journal of Eating Disorders reports that roughly 26% of older female participants reported binge eating one or more times a week. Sometimes medical conditions such as GI difficulties or dental problems can lead to an eating disorder. Sometimes medical conditions such as GI difficulties or dental problems can lead to an eating disorder the researchers found as can depression and dementia the study's authors also report however that menopause can be a time that leaves a woman more vulnerable to developing an eating disorder some women start dieting to stop hormonal weight gain for example and develop a distorted body image now there is treatment for olderhood eating disorders but it must be enacted quickly because older bodies can be more ravaged by an eating disorder, and some never recover. In fact, 21% of older people with an eating disorder die from it. I'll link the story with a list of available treatments in the show notes. I share this information because I, I found it kind of shocking, and also, I had never heard of it before, as I mentioned earlier. So I thought that this podcast would be a good forum to at least let women know that this is a thing and that it's something that we should watch out for in our own behavior as well as in our friends and family. So we can see that there can be some harmful effects of a negative body image as we age. But the effects can also take the shape of shame, low self-worth, and feelings of invisibility or not mattering anymore. I grew up in a body-shaming family, and that programming stuck with me for far too long. As I've gotten older, I've noticed that I am more accepting of my body, and I've been thinking about why that has happened. I wondered if other older women had the same experience, so I reached out to several women, and I asked them three questions. The first was, what do I miss about my younger body? The second was, what do I appreciate about my body now? And the third was, what would I like others to know about being an older woman? So I'm going to share some of the responses that I received. Uh, Women were very eager to share their answers to these questions, and I'm very grateful for their participation. And I'll start off with the answers to uh, what we miss as older women about our younger bodies. I've divided these up into three simple categories. The first one I'm labeling energy. And I will then share with you some of their responses verbatim. So the first response about energy was She missed going about my daily life with energy and lack of pain, and I really miss my silky thick hair. Some of these, dear listeners, you might resonate with and and others may not. I never had silky thick hair, but my thin hair has gotten even thinner and straighter as I've gotten older. Another woman says, I miss not skipping a beat. Never contemplating if I'll have enough energy to do that later if I do this now. Never needing to pace myself physically when my enthusiasm outweighed logistics. And another person said, I miss the higher physical energy and endurance levels. Now, I don't know about you, but I totally identify with these sorts of comments. I find myself Napping occasionally, which is something that I have never done in my life. Uh, And, you know, it's just a kind of a, a different way of pacing yourself. Other women also noted that they missed not living with pain. One woman says, I missed when I could do anything without my hips giving me trouble. Now I sleep wrong. And my shoulder doesn't work for two days. Another woman said, not having arthritis and having good skin tone. Now, interestingly, the only comments about their physical body parts that they miss was their waistline. I, my slim waistline is what one woman said. And another one said with exclamation, I miss my waist. But I thought it was interesting that these particular women, I mean, we can't generalize to everyone, but they really didn't have that many actual physical things that they missed about their body. Nobody mentioned their weight. But again, this was a a pretty slim, no pun intended, sample of people. But I thought it was interesting that it seemed as though their focus is more on Aches and pains, and energy levels. Conversely, what they appreciate about their body in olderhood, they were interesting as well. While it's not working well overall, she said, referring to aging and medicine side effects, things are getting wrinkly and saggy. I'm still able to heal and recover from most things, at least to a point. Another woman says, I like that my body is more predictable and steady with less fluctuations in weight, and I feel less pressured by fashion trends and others' expectations of how I should be or look. I've been around long enough to know what works. This next one I thought was a really interesting um, kind of metaphor It's to how she has developed a new relationship with her body. She says, I've come to see it as a vessel that allows me to have this human experience, which in turn has allowed me to detach from, and she put in quotes, body image type issues and just appreciate it for what it is and what it's put up with from me. Another woman said, all my wrinkles are memories. I kind of like that in, that image a lot. No monthly periods or unexpected bleeding episodes. That was another thankful for an older body response. I also am glad that I don't worry about how I look like I did. I thought this next response was very interesting. She said, I appreciate that my body hasn't completely let me down in spite of my negligence. When I didn't know better, my younger body and self were never adequately taught about physical and mental self care. And this response reminded me of some reading that I did back when I first started this podcast about how when we're younger, we don't really even think about getting old. So, therefore, we might be a little surprised at when our choices when we were younger kind of catch up with us both physically and and mentally. The last question was what the women wanted other people to know about being older. And kind of going along with the idea about teaching younger people about their bodies and their mental state. One woman said, I'd really like children to be taught body positivity. Skinny or fat shaming should never be okay at any age. Acceptance of our body at any given moment, even if or when we desire change is crucial. Another person chimed in by saying others should understand that we can enjoy our lives alone or with our friends and don't need to be constantly pushed into others' expectations. We are the same person in spite of aging issues and disabilities. It's hard to see people look at you differently. It's going to happen to everyone. Do as much as you can early on to maintain a healthy lifestyle. I hope people know that I'm glad to have passed 60. I think it's powerful and I'm not ashamed or fighting it. I wish more people my age would embrace it, but at the same time be proactive about their health. And finally, I think everyone has a different journey of which we all should be mindful. But I feel like there's so much societal nonsense about how women should look and act at various ages. I'm past the point of caring anymore. You don't like what you see? Look away. It's sad it took me over 40 years to get there. Women age, but that gives us character. Men act like their big bellies are okay, but women are supposed to look perfect in comparison. So biased. One of the women and I got into a a little bit of a conversation, not a negative conversation at all, but I think an interesting conversation because she was saying that even though I am not as attractive as I was when I was younger, I love being my age, which is 65. I never dreamed when I was younger, I could actually be so happy as an older person. And the conversation that we had kind of centered around how is attractiveness defined? And we know that attractiveness is a social construct, which means that it can change. I think about the, the image of women in many historical art pieces and they're very voluptuous. Today we would say that they're obese, but you know, at the time they were considered to be the symbol of beauty for women. I think of one artist, Rubens, who that was his image of women is that they were voluptuous. They were oftentimes nude. One example of his, this was in the 1600s, Venus Wounded by a Thorn is one of his works that you might want to look up. But Not Being Thin was the epitome of beauty and attractiveness during that time. In fact, sometimes women are called Rubenesque as an homage to his portraits of women. And then Twiggy came along, and advertising, and TV, and the yardstick in our heads by which we measure attractiveness for women changed over time. And now it's starting to change again with the body positive movement, which we might get into in another episode. But my point is, is that uh, attractiveness and beauty for women, it changes over time. And in this historical moment, it's just that You know, women are supposed to be young and thin and have long, luxurious hair and certain types of eyes. And that hopefully that construct will be changing in the future as well to something that is more realistic. I hope listening to this episode sparks some inquiry into how you see your body currently. It's also a good topic when visiting with girlfriends. I believe these are the types of conversational topics that we sometimes avoid, but can, in actuality, bring great insight to us and feelings of connection. In fact, one of the women who answered my questions thanked me for bringing up this topic and hoped I would keep the conversation going. As a community, I would like that as well. Again, I want to make you aware of the issue of eating disorders in older women. I would like for you to read the article that I have linked in the show notes and just keep an eye out on, on other women. If you notice something, bring up the topic with them, not as a way of shaming, but in a way of helping and understanding and questioning what they might be going through that's leading to the eating disorder. We have, I believe, an obligation to look out for each other. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you did, please join our community on Facebook, There, you will find reading suggestions, meaningful dialogue, and additional stories of women who are going big. The link is posted in the show notes. As Betty Friedan said, aging is not lost youth, but a new stage of opportunity. So let's do it together.